this is a Suno India production and you are listening to Beyond Channel. So today we have with us Mr. Ratish Nanda. Uh, who is a very good friend of mine and who is also the CEO of the Aga Khan Trust for Culture. I decided to talk to him for this episode very specifically because Ratish has been working on the Qutub Shahi tombs which is basically the royal necropolis where the Golconda kings are buried in Hyderabad. Uh, the Qutub Shahi tombs is about roughly half a kilometer or about one kilometer away from the tombs. It was historically connected to the Golconda fort because that is where all the kings and queens and the, everybody else from the Golconda kingdom who are important are buried. The restoration actually has been pretty fantastic and spectacular because if you've been there, you know, I mean, if, if you have seen it about 10 plus years ago and if you go now, you'll see like a major transformation. Uh, most of the credit goes to uh, the Aga Khan Trust for Culture led by Ratish and Ratish and his team are people who have also worked on other monuments. For example, if you've been to Delhi, you would have been to the Humayun's tomb and the Nizamuddin uh, Darga or the Nizamuddin Basti as they call it. You can definitely see the change that has uh, taken place there. So I wanted to speak to Ratish very specifically, given that Ramappa temple has been nominated as a world heritage site. And you know, I have also, like earlier, I remember many, many years ago, the Charminar and Golconda were also up for nomination, but there were some hurdles and issues. There is no reason for the Qutub Shahi tombs to actually not be nominated as the as for the world heritage status, because, heritage site status, because it is quite possibly one of the largest necropolis in the world. It has nearly 80 structures, of which 40 plus are tombs, and there are several other things as well there, there are mosques and other things. The restoration, I mean, if you... Pretty much if you go now, you'll see that a lot of the damage has been also undone. Ratish is somebody who's also worked on sites like the Bagh-e Babur in Afghanistan, in Kabul, which is basically the uh, the garden slash garden grave of Mr. Babur, the first or founding king of the Mughal Empire. Uh, but anyway, Ratish, nice to have you for this episode of Beyond Charminar, which I think, honestly, I should have brought you on much earlier. So, can you please... Uh, tell us in your own words what, how important the Qutub Shai tombs is and maybe throughout all of your work, how important is this as a site, as a architect for you? Um, you know, the the necropolis of the Qutub Shahis, uh, which is what we call the Qutub Shahi Heritage Park, has now about a hundred monuments, which includes a lot of mes- uh, mausoleums, but also uh, since... Uh, it's considered in, inappropriate in Orthodox Islam to have tombs, a lot of funerary mosques. These are not congregational mosques, but these are mosques, small mosques built next to open graves. And then step wells and other garden structures. So when we started in uh, 2012, we did an inventory of about 67 monuments that were standing. Now over... Uh, over the last uh, almost decade, uh, by clearance of earth, by we've revealed at least another 35-40 monuments. So overall, the Qutub Shahi Heritage Park today has over 100 monuments. 100? Over 100 so monuments. Last we spoke, I remember this was a couple of years ago, I was told 80. Yes, so gradually what's happened is, over the years, every year, we, we found wells, we found archaeological remains, we found... 
mausoleums that were just completely covered with vegetation. We found, and this does not include the numerous graves that you have inside the Qutub Shahi tombs. So what we at the Aga Khan Trust for Culture are committed to doing is to conserve each one of these hundred structures as well as all the graves, grave platforms that are dotted across the uh, 106 acre Uh, site, 106 acres includes Deccan Park. Now, uh, to answer your question about the value, I personally believe that this site is unique in the world. I don't think there is any comparison with any site where the entire dynasty is buried. So, at the Qutub Shahi tombs, there were buildings built throughout the 175 year rule of the Qutub Shahi sultans, and not only were the seven or eight. Um, kings or sultans buried here but also important people uh, the hakims the commanders even premamati taramati the women kulsum begum hayat bakshi begum and numerous 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 uninscribed unknown tombs and structures aqueducts landscape features it's it's an incredible site that has absolutely no comparison with any other necropolis anywhere in the world and for us it's it's a real privilege a real honor for us at the aga khan trust for culture to be working with the department of heritage with several of our uh, donor partners the tata trust the us ambassadors fund for cultural preservation the german consulate to um, to restore this complex to a state that it should be in and uh, and restore in turn the pride of hyderabad in terms of world heritage status this is uh, this is absolutely deserving of world heritage status and what is important with to understand with respect to world heritage status is it is also um, today only one nomination is allowed per country so it is in our country's best interest not to be selfish and nominate a single site but to see it as part of a larger ensemble and towards this objective we had uh, prepared a nomination dossier for the qutub shahi tombs as part of the deccan sultanate's building including the fortresses tombs and other structures across gulbarga bidar bijapur golconda and of course the tombs when you say across the deccan this question so uh, you prepared a dossier for monuments let me just if i'm not wrong what i heard it's across bijapur was it gulbarga and bidar also yes so you had these four cities which were once major were all these major monuments of the deccan sultanate that were supposed to be nominated yes when was this i i i think it was the nomination dossier was submitted about 2 3 years ago uh, i mean the, the government of telangana and the government of karnataka need to uh, push this through convince the archaeological survey of india and the government of india to put it up to unesco hopefully next year uh, after the celebration of ramappa and dholavira this year but um, uh, you know it and together what will mean is at least 13 different sites will be put on the world heritage list in one go rather than wait 13 years uh, for these individual sites and that is the right way professionally Uh, to approach uh, nomination of world heritage sites in a country like india uh, the other part i actually wanted to put across especially to or see i've done a lot of heritage walks over the last 4 years and we have had i i think i've taken at least 2000 people maybe to the tombs and they they see the tiles and the tile work and and the design work people have by the way gone to delhi seen humayun's tomb and then they're like oh wow the same guys great work that's what they say mm-hmm. i was wanting to ask you what kind of 
हिस्टोरिकल डैमेज आर वी टॉकिंग अबाउट टू द टूम्स आई एम नॉट नॉट नेसेसरी टॉकिंग अबाउट सीमेंट एंड कॉन्क्रीट यूज आई एम ऑल्सो टॉकिंग अबाउट ओवर अ पीरियड ऑफ टाइम वी सीन टाइल्स गो अवे एंड थिंग्स लाइक दैट राइट सो वॉट डज वॉट डज अ मॉन्यूमेंट नीड ए फर्स्ट टू लास्ट एंड टू बी रिपेयर सेकेंड वॉट डज अ मॉन्यूमेंट नीड टू बी कॉल्ड अ वर्ल्ड हेरिटेज साइट two two very different questions um you know so in any conservation effort uh, that anyone should undertake the first question should be what is the significance of the site and what is it that we are wanting to restore conserve uh, ensure that is not lost and in the case of the qutub shahi tombs each one of these buildings is incredible there are I still can't get over the fact that there are four monuments in this complex that reach a height of about 40 meters which is comparable to the Humayun's tomb but not one not two but four monuments the tomb of Abdullah Qutb Shah the Muhammad Qutb Shah Muhammad Quli Qutb Shah and Hayat Bakshi Begum all four are over 40 so it's a profusion of domes so as a necropolis as an ensemble of 16th 17th century buildings this complex is unbeatable um so that is the most significant part now uh what has happened here all over the world what has happened is in the 20th century all over the world inappropriate modern materials have been used such as cement and so on to address monuments leading thereby to further catalyzing deterioration so one of the things we've been doing at the qutb shahi tombs consistently is removing 20th century layers of cement uh we've been restoring missing stucco work Uh, a lot of it which had been lost some of it like the at the sultan quli qutb shah's tomb covered with layers of 20th century cement we were very uh, blessed to be able to find uh, archival photographs from the 1800s on the basis of which we could uncover some of this material and fortunately enough had survived under cement layers to be able to restore the rest but another thing that people don't understand is that in a complex such as the qutb shahi tombs what is very important is uh the setting of the monuments the landscaping the um the trees the vegetation the you know all of that the underlying archaeology so through the last um, you know 7 8 years that we we've, we've done uh, we have been uh, consistently doing a landscape restoration improving the immediate setting uh, we are creating ecological buffer zones both on the north and south of the site with thousands of native trees being planted to both as a visual barrier between what's happening around and also to give give a buffer to the core archaeological zone we've revealed uh, archaeological remains and conserved these uh, to be able to allow visitors in perpetuity to enjoy these but in the process we've also significantly altered the understanding of the qutb shahis and what they built for example when i first started here you know you won't believe it everybody said no 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 the qutb shahis are not the moguls they did not build qutb uh, enclosed garden tombs yet at sultan quli qutb shah's tomb we found remains of a garden enclosure even though that remains was 9 feet below ground but we were very fortunate so we we've, we've rebuilt reconstructed an arcade that allows um, you know people to understand that these buildings ibrahim quli qutb shah mohammad quli qutb shah and then finally mohammad qutb shah and hayat bakshi begum all four of them were sitting in their own enclosed garden tombs uh, garden enclosures and all of that landscape is also being restored we're taking a lot of care to preserve any underlying archaeology the aqueducts the terracotta pipes and also documenting these in the process so um 
so that's that's what is critical at a site like this. It's not only the conservation of the hundred plus buildings, but it's the landscaping of the hundred plus acres. It's uh, the archaeological remains, and it's creating visitor facilities, uh, including an interpretation center to educate the public about the site, to uh, parking facilities, and proper access to the site, which has been lost in the 1990s when the Deccan Park was built. Um, so undoing a lot of the 20th century uh, inappropriate alterations that happened here. Your second question um, was a bit different. Yeah, um, so I just meant to ask you that because, okay, so FYI, it's not just the monuments in Delhi, but Ratish has also uh, worked on monuments outside of India, apart from the Bhage Babur. Where, where else have you guys worked at? The Aga Khan Trust for Culture, we work across the world, but we've had major projects in Mali, in Zanzibar, in Cairo, in Lahore, in Kabul, Herat, in Afghanistan. In, what was in Herat? Uh, Herat, we've done over a hundred buildings, including oh. the main fortification, the city, and so on. Okay, so just before, just since the topic is currently in hot discussion, how did you navigate with the Taliban? <laughs> we actually uh, work across Afghanistan, and uh, we've 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 worked uh, really only uh, since 2002 so how we navigate with the taliban will is something for the future uh, i spent seven very memorable years in afghanistan and uh, uh, you know what was a ruin was a garden that till today is visited by about 30 40000 people world uh, every week and i hope that that remains um, so that's that's what we do in afghanistan it's not just the Qutub Shai tombs, but even something like the Charminar and the Golconda Fort. Maybe the Golconda Fort is today beyond redemption given all the encroachments. Uh, but the Charminar surely can be saved, right? But, you know... I think what UNESCO is looking for is, is, is many things. Um, and that is a process that we need to understand in India here. Number one, the Qutub Shai tombs are nominated to the World Heritage Site on the tentative list separately twice. Once as part of Gulbarga, Bidar, Bijapur and Golconda and the second as part of an ensemble with Golconda and the Charminar. What any World Heritage Site is based on is its uniqueness. So number one, we need to establish uh, that these sites are unique, which in the case of Gulbarga, Bijar, Bidapur, Golconda is already done. It is these are unique sites anywhere in the world. Doesn't Bijapur have like 160, 140 monuments in one in the entire city of which are all under the ASI? These Deccan Sultanates are incredible. Um, all of them produced incredible architecture. I mean, not only is the numbers enormous, but buildings like the Ibrahim Rosa are in Bijapur are, in my opinion, the finest monument in India. Um, it, it's just breathtaking. It's incredible high level of craftsmanship, architecture and so on. So together, so that is one bridge. The, after the significance and the uniqueness is established, the World Heritage Committee or UNESCO is looking for the state of conservation. It's looking for management, proper management of the site. It's looking for legal uh, justification and legal uh, protection. And it's really up to us to, and, and in fulfillment of that, those objectives, uh, we've been doing this conservation effort at uh, Shai Tombs and uh, Golgonda is not beyond redemption. I think, uh, yes, there are settlements within, but those were always there because of the city. And those can be justified um, as part of the history, as long as we can prove that we can control future inappropriate development. So in that case, I'll ask you another question. I don't know if many of you, so 
some of you who have come to me with my walks through the tombs would know that uh currently the problem so the restoration is ongoing in the tombs but the entrance to the tombs currently is not exactly what it should be uh because when we enter we actually go uh, from the tomb we pass by sultan abdullah's tomb who was the last king to be buried in the qutub shahi tombs ideally we should have gone from the uh we should have gone from another way and the aktc actually was planning to build an, an interpretation center which is now currently uh, still planning is currently in the docks because of some locals who have filed a case saying that the property belongs to the waqf which is absolutely ridiculous we have a lot of locals itself who are basically uh, proving to be hindrances and that kind of thing is not exactly good for any city and its heritage so i wanted here that's what you know uh, as an as an architect who's worked on nizamuddin also ratish uh, what are these issues how do you look at these issues and you know if i have to ask you who are these people generally who have objections we were really approached by the government in in 2010 11 to undertake uh, uh, conservation works uh, in hyderabad and uh, we spent a couple of years understanding the qutub shahi tombs and in 2013 january we signed an mou with the kulli qutub shahi urban development authority which owns deccan park and with the uh, department of heritage government of telangana for the tombs a single mou now the purpose of signing a single mou was that our intention from the very beginning was to uh, ensure that the qutub shahi the conservation effort at the tombs is a model project uh, for the indian context something that sets the standards something that can be replicated and something that leads to world heritage nomination now from the very beginning we wanted to not only do the conservation but also the landscape restoration and also provide the necessary visitor facilities that unesco today demands such as an interpretation center within 10 days of signing the mou unfortunately vested interests were able to get a, a stay order at the waqf tribunal for the project and the stay order was vacated only after three monuments collapsed uh, during this time very unfortunately and it took us many crores of rupees to restore the badi bauli for example and three years of effort and in uh, last year again uh, the building of the interpretation center was unfortunately halted in a similar stay order from the waqf tribunal uh, totally without any uh, uh, legal basis i don't mind Uh, being put to jail for contempt of court here but uh, it's unfortunate that you know from the day one in hyderabad uh, vested interests uh, have uh, made uh, working in hyderabad a real challenge um, anyhow we have to do what we do and um, uh, legal options continue to be uh, pursued to allow the work to reach its logical conclusion today when uh, you know uh, the government of india archaeological survey of india's own policy is that interpretation center should be built in every national site it is a pity that uh, we have to continue to press for this in 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 courts uh, if built the interpretation center will have a permanent exhibition which will uh, showcase the glory of the qutub shahis explain who the qutub shahis were explain golconda hopefully with conjectural restorations of what these sites looked like explain how the tombs built upon explain the poetry the sufism the pluralism of of the qutub shahis and so on so and 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 as such um, ensure that people who visit the site uh, 
visited via the interpretation center and visited with a degree of respect for the site. Today, unfortunately, the site is used by most locals as a picnic spot to run around without understanding the incredible value of the site. And um, and we're hoping that this this valuable piece of the interpretation center is is permitted to be built and um, and is enjoyed by Hyderabad. I really hope you don't go to jail, by the way, because we need you. Is this something that even I'd like to point out? You know, for example, the Golconda Fort that we see, the, the what we go to is not exactly the entire fort. It's only the main uh, palace, the main palace area. The actual fort is about nearly seven kilometers in circumference, and you have like several. Even now, in spite of all the destruction, there are several, several monuments in and around the fort. One, uh, one of the gate, there are Golconda Fort originally had, uh, had still has eight gates. Uh, the, some of the gates still have the one of the gates, the Patanjal Darwaza still has the moat and stuff. A lot of it can still be salvaged, but pretty much that's not going to happen. And the same thing is about the Kutub Shaitun because, I mean, uh, the, if you, I don't know if many of you all even noticed the back. The back portion of the Kutub Shai tombs is literally overseen by a colony that has come up. And I've even seen a tomb surrounded by several houses behind once. So with that kind of thing, I'm not even sure uh, what... I mean, we are still lucky that a huge portion of the Kutub Shai tombs is still safe and in the hands of the state government. Currently, Radish, how much longer do you guys think you will take to complete the ongoing restoration really signed off on this MOU, as I said, um, you know, the MOU between the Aga Khan Trust, the Department of Heritage and the Kuli Kutubshah Urban Development Authority was signed on 9th of January 2013. 22nd of January, the project was stalled because of the Vakf Tribunal's order and we lost a year. So the project was meant to be for a decade, um, but because of various reasons, we, we're running slightly short. So we do hope to finish by the end of 2024. And that, I mean, is not only the conservation of each of the 100 monuments, but also the landscape restoration, the building of the site museum, other facilities at the site, and um, possibly links again with Golconda. By the way, Ratish uh, was working in Scotland much before he came to India, and uh, he could have chosen to stay there and, you know, have a different, completely different life, but... The immense work Ratish and his team have put in, in Delhi, in Hyderabad is something that uh, I think is highly underrated. I mean, if you go to the Kutub Shai tombs, it's pretty obvious. If you haven't gone to the Nizamuddin or Humayun's tomb in Delhi, please go see. It's a uh, world of difference between how it was and how, how it is right now. Moving aside from Hyderabad for a bit, Nizamuddin Basti or the Nizamuddin Darga had several uh, encroachments as well, right? including on the Bauli, the Nizamuddin Basti is still extremely populated, like it's still densely populated. So how did you all manage there? Like, is there any lesson for Hyderabad? See, um, you know, the His Highness the Aga Khan has been uh, supporting conservation efforts in historic uh, cities um, across the world. And, uh, you know, the vision is to leverage cultural assets to improve uh, social economic uh, conditions of local communities. So in that sense, um, it's, it's a great privilege to be doing this work, which brings benefit to so many millions of people. Um, over 9 million people have visited the Humayun's tomb since we finished working there. You know, in Nizamuddin, we uh, were able to build alternate housing for people who were living in tombs, living above the Bauli in really unsanitary conditions. So uh, we, we don't we see conservation as a means to an end, a means to an end to improve quality of life in historic cities, 
such as Hyderabad and Delhi. And in that sense, uh, you know, the learning for Hyderabad is very simple that we need to um, we need to sort of engage with people and political leaders, bureaucracy to not only have penalties, but also incentives. For example, if people are living in Golconda or in the fort, um, the, pe the penalty is they can't build beyond a certain height and so on. But incentives could vary. It could include um, waiver of property tax. It could, uh, it could mean a lot of things provided people stick to a certain, and that's the only way it will really work. And I think the time has come to start looking in, in, in those respects uh, for here. But, uh, but we remain committed to Hyderabad. We will um, hope that, uh, you know, the work that we've done over the last, um, you know, almost seven, eight years and what we'll continue over the next three, four years will, will become a model that can be replicated, both in terms of technical, both in views of craftsmanship, you know, urban uh, approach to conservation, but also in terms of just just public-private partnership and so on. I also have a spe specific question about something like the Badshahi Ashur Khana, where I think a, a week or two ago, government officials and some of you guys went and saw like a whole bunch of monuments around Hyderabad. I saw that there's some scaffolding at the Ashur Khana. Is there any way that the Badshahi Ashur Khana can be restored? We were requested uh, by the Department of Heritage to prepare a conservation plan for the Bacha Yashur Khana. So the scaffolding you saw is really to document the tile work. Uh, we've done some emergency repairs, uh, but that's clearly not enough. Um, there, there, is, there is the danger of structural failure at Bacha Yashur Khana, which will be uh, pretty bad. I think at Bacha Yashur Khana, it's not the question of restoring it, but it's a question of preserving what is left. We think about 30-40% of the tile work still remains and the critical objective there would be to ensure that that is preserved because this style of making tiles is no longer uh, possible anywhere in the world. So the craftsmanship has really been lost. So here the principal objective that we will submit to the department in a month or so conservation plan will be about preservation steps that need to be taken preservation we need landscape restoration we need to do major works on the roof to make it watertight and some structural works which is which is going to be a huge challenge it's not easy uh, but yes conservation is a must and uh, needs to be urgently attended to thank you so much for your time ratish i hope this really helps all of you understand uh, what the kutub shahi tombs is in terms of historical importance uh, please go visit it definitely uh, or come to attend my walks in Hyderabad. I'll be more than happy to talk about it and blabber there. Uh, so yeah, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Beyond Charminar. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond Charminar. You can listen to more episodes on our website sunoindia.in or on any other podcast platform of your choice.